This time on TNT, the new Mark Knopfler show, Walks of Life. We play the classic game, How Many? And guess what, buds? I'm going to a NASCAR race. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Wait. All right. Yay. Take it up. Hey. Hey. I'm Mark Knopfler. Welcome to Walks of Life. This is the show where I interview people from all walks of life. Yay. My first guest today. Well, I don't know what he does. Hey. Oh, you know, you can take it out. Hi, how are you? Hey. Hey. Nice to meet you, Mark. Well, where are you go walk a lot? Yeah. Hey. I, uh, I'm a crane operator. I uh, work way up in the sky. Way. Way. Way up high. All right. Yeah, high up. Hey. High up. Oh, hey. Yeah. How long have you been hey? Uh, while well, I started working here uh, right. as in this p- position about uh, 20 years ago, hey. and I started on uh, small rise buildings, and now I'm uh, worked my way up to high rise buildings. Take it out. I'm way up there. Hey, hey. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun job. What do you, uh, you like about being a queen? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I, I like that I, uh, I'm solitary, you Wait. know, a bit of an uh, extrovert. Yeah, all right. You know what I mean? I guess an introvert. I'm, I like to stay in my by myself. I'm a bit of a hermit anyway, hey. so uh, I just make sure I go to the bathroom before I go up there, if you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take it out. Okay, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Hey, welcome live, Mark Knopfler. Hey, hey. All right. Take it out. Here we go. Yay. All right. Back with phone line. Hey. Next call. You, uh, hey, wh- what's your walk of life? Hey. Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, big fan. Uh, my, my name is Rob. All right. Uh, I'm a dolphin handler for uh, movies. Hey. Hey. Y- yeah. All I, right. uh, I handle the dolphins. I've done lots of movies. Uh, I didn't do Free Willy or any of that, but I've done a lot of movies with dolphins and commercials too, actually. Dolphins and arms. Yeah, I know a lot about dolphins. I, uh, you could call me a bit of a dolphin whisperer, I guess you could say. Okay. Hey. Yeah, take it out. I don't. What's that? D- dig it out. Okay. Dig, dig it. Well, right. Uh, I do like it. I, I do like the job. What do you like about it? 
Uh, I I, uh, I like to be around dolphins. Hey. I do believe they are uh, very intelligent, and I learn uh, always when I'm with them. Uh, yeah, they're very special animals, mammals, uh, dolphins. And walk alive. Yeah, it is. It is a quite a walk. Yeah. When you're swimming, and you do the walk. You do the walk of life. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I do. <laughs> it's yes. Hey, yeah. The walk of life. I know it, it. It's it's fun. Here comes Jonas and I got it open. <laughs> yeah. And uh, down in the are, bay, trying to make it swim. Are you gonna play play some or? Yeah. Two, three, four. Five, wow. six, seven, eight. Wonderful. You're my favorite guitar player. Hey! Yeah. Yay. Well, all right. Take it out. I do remember uh, when I was in uh, Montserrat working with some dolphins, you were uh, busy in the studio, I heard. Hey! 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 Thanks for the call and welcome life. My pleasure, thanks. Hey, bring it back in. Two, three, four. Talking to people from all the walk of life. Hey, go back to the phone now. Hey, dig it up. Hello, hello. Who we got on the phone now? Uh, my name is Marjorie. Marjorie. Uh, yes, hey. I, uh, I'm a librarian. Okay. Nothing's nothing special or exciting. It's just a lot, a lot of books, a lot of reading, and a lot of, uh, Telling people to be quiet. Flipping a page. Yes, I do flip a page. Cracking the spine. Eey. I crack, yep. I crack a lot of spines. What's your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book, I, I kind of go through different phases. Oh, right. But I do, I do appreciate uh, a good little nestle with a, you know, an Edgar Allan Poe short story Eey. or perhaps... Some uh, Hemingway. Hey, Hemingway. You know, I pretend I'm in the Keys and I have a cocktail and. Ernest you know. Hemingway. Yeah. Hey. Take it out. Check it out, yeah. Hey, two, three, four. Hey. Sometimes I like to get a little wild and I let it, you know, I'll pick up a Henry Miller. Hey! Or, yeah, you hey. know. Walk of life. Yeah. Hey. Here come Marjorie's and I got a book. Now I take it back to the library. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's alive. a good one. <laughs> Very nice. Hey. I heard that. Hey. Wow. Wow, was, uh, you're so good. Holy moly. Oh, really? Just, wow. Yeah. Hey. How long you work at the library? Well, I've been working there for 47 hey. years, Mark. For 47 hey. years, yeah. Long time. Yeah. I, no, you know, uh, people do speak a lot about your guitar playing, but boy, your voice is just, uh, 
really uh, special and oh, fantastic. I don't know what it is. Walk of life. So, yeah, <laughs> that's... Yeah, hey, that stuff. That whoa, ain't working. Whoa, wow. <laughs> that ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't working is right. Wow. Uh, Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just so nice. Marjorie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey. I'm almost passing out. I'm oh, almost passing Martin, out. Of life. Hey. Stop, stop. <laughs> Marjorie. It's hey. intoxicating me, Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark and Marjorie. <laughs> Brothers in arms. Hey. Wow. Um, hey. Whew, let me just get myself back here together here. Yeah, finish and walk of life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, Marjorie. Take it out. <laughs> what, what happened? I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> I think... Didn't, was Marjorie brought to Climax? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think so. Wow. Hey. <laughs> Mark worked his voice. He lathered her right up. There's I I concentrated less on actual words that time and more on uh sound and sentiment. And it really did it for Marjorie. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, she she couldn't take it anymore. Well, we've talked before. <laughs> we obviously did the Mark Knopfler show, and we've done it a few times, but I think I suggested, just in passing, <clears throat> a show where Mark Knopfler hosted it called Walks of Life, where he interviews people yeah. in different walks of life. <laughs> would be a funny idea. And that's how we got there. But also we got there, because this is 285? <laughs> Five, yeah. Episode 285, so it's a great jam. 85 jam. 85, yeah. Oh. There are two albums that blew my mind as a teenager. One was Joshua Tree, and this was the other. This record. Yeah, this was a great record. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Such a uh, statement album. Well, for a band that were kind of guitar rhythm and blues bass just to kind of i don't know because it's so different it's like you know when a television show or a movie is is just different it hits makes more impact in a way you know yeah i remember my ronnie my dad used to listen to this record all the time did he yeah so it broke that barrier of like you know, like the the old music guy that doesn't like new stuff, but like actually bought it. But he would he would get Knopfler's artistry, wouldn't he? Yeah, he loved his guitar playing. Um. So yeah, like, I remember hearing this record on repeat. Well, like all the greats, you can tell when it's a Knopfler lick. Yeah. You can tell when it's a Taggart lick too. By the way, I noticed oh, I like it. Clumsy turned twenty five this week, right? 
Yeah. And I'm going to well, say 90, yeah, 98. I sifted through some of the comments and I'm going to say easily 50% of them had to do with your drumming. Oh, nice. Yeah. People That's like nice. it. I like it too. It's fun to play drums. People like I it. was in the studio, uh, last week with a bod West Mac from the West coast. Uh, He's working on an album, so I just played on a song with him. It was nice to get in and check out the new Phase One Studios. So how does that work? He <clears throat> he slides into your DMs, is like, hey man, do you want to play on a song? Yeah, yeah. If anybody's out there recording or doing music, uh, it's simple, yeah. I, he was in Vancouver with Ben Kaplan, his producer, and I went to Phase One, and uh, Murray was there. And uh, Isaac is assistant, and we just kind of communicated through the phone, and just like they could hear what I was playing. So it was interesting doing a session like that with people in different studios. <clears throat> so are they on the Zoom? Like, are they watching you or just listening? Worked. There's uh, there's an audio program that's just uh, designed to so you can have a talk back and everybody right. hears playback so i'm not sure what it's called but yeah you're kind of connected in that way you can't play together but you can communicate and they can hear what you've done and everything goes what were back you playing forth. to the track like the uh i guess the beds or the demo whatever there were uh, there was a vocal on it and i just played to that and they'll i'm sure they'll use that as the skeleton to put everything on so there's a click or something that you're playing to a song yeah yeah but <clears throat> but but a, drum wise is there a click track like how do you keep time or you just keep time yeah click track yeah. a click track so what ha a tick 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 in there what happens does does Wes Mack say, honestly, man, I find that a little busy. Can you try something this, or can you make it busier in this part? Like, how do you give direction to a drummer? Well, I usually try and do stuff simple as possible first. So um, that the idea was like, okay, let's cover everything very simply and make sure we have all that. And then once we had a track that was simple and all the shots and everything were there then i would just play over it and kind of have fun and then at the end i literally just did a track where i'm just going off playing fills like crazy as a, as an extra just for yeah going off <laughs> neat so can they use they can use so, yeah, parts so, of multiple takes yeah so they can just splice in stuff because there's there was a a lot of breakdowns and shots and changes where the the volume is is gone so you can kind of edit a lot more than just if i was playing one volume the whole way you know what i mean mm -hmm. so there was a lot of sections that could be kind of swapped in and out so yeah good times how long does it take a couple hours yeah setting up and yeah that's really fun short and sweet it is fun yeah i like playing in the studio and a lot of people would think well you know you might not want to and uh or they they're out there recording but uh i actually would you know would do that more if any you know if anybody would be into it i'd be happy to to uh, track on something it's fun 
That is uh, going to come as exciting news to a lot of people listening, I bet. <clears throat> well, yeah. I'll show up, baby. Look out. <laughs> um, there you go. A couple hours on a Friday. So, That's yeah, the time the Brothers bad. in Arms. Yeah, uh, Brothers in Arms classic record right there. All-time 85-er. That is... Uh... That's something that Money we should Money for Nothing do. on there. So Far Away on there. Oh, Brothers man. Brothers in Arms on there. We, that's something we should do is present. I, we would have very different ones. But we should present our all-time favorite albums and, and talk about why. Because I rediscovered one yeah, recently sure. that um, blows my mind every time. And it's one of the most underrated records and maybe artists of all time, my buddy Mike O'Neill. Um, Mike yeah. was in the Inbreds, cool. uh, which was yeah. a duo, of course. But his solo record, What Happens Now, every song on the record is an absolute banger, and he has the most intricate understanding of harmonies. And it's funny with harmony because your <clears throat> ear fills in what you expect to hear, but he never delivers on what you expect to hear it's almost like he identifies what you're supposed to do and then flips it does the opposite yeah yeah that's the best so yeah just truly creative in that regard yeah it's like you know the the, the comedian you love because they always say jokes you couldn't think of exactly <laughs> or says what you've been thinking but never articulated before that's a sweet spot too I saw exactly. a quote, I think it was from John Cleese, I saw it yesterday, that uh, we used to uh, laugh at silly things, but then we discovered it's really funny to laugh at people watching silly things. And that's such a uh, subtle but important distinction. Like, it's true. What, what makes it funny is watching someone embarrass themselves in front of someone else. Yeah. The perspective, the change of perspective is everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a sort totally. of a, about what Michael Scott says, but mostly it's about Jim's reaction and the context in which he's saying it. Yeah. Ugh. Definitely. Yeah. So what else is going on, bud? I'm just uh, weathering through the freezing rain that we're getting today. It's been... Uh, so cold, but then it was all warm yesterday, but windy AF. Winter like has been windy. pretty relentless. Then, uh, yeah, it's a bit, of, a bit of everything. So you get a nice warm day, but it's win so windy out that you can't do anything really, unless you want to get blown away with Rebel. Um, Jer, I'm going to be doing something this coming weekend that I've never done before. And I have so many thoughts and feelings about it because it's it's not something I ever imagined I would do. But I'm really curious and interested in uh, seeing how it goes. I'm going to the NASCAR race in Phoenix. No way. Yeah. Going to the cup NASCAR. Is it like uh, just going, sitting in the stands like that style? Or is it like going and hanging out like... VIP styles. Well, uh, no, it's not VIP styles. Although I think I told you I met a guy who works for Goodyear and does the um, 
uh, uh, motorsports racing marketing. So if I was more wired this way, I'd probably try to slide into his DMs and see if he could hook me up. I just never like to ask for a hookup of any kind. I don't think I ever have asked for a hookup of any kind. Um, but yeah, so well, Toolsy has a good hookup hookups with NASCAR still. Does he try Toolsy? How if you're looking? Yeah, I think he's from from the Fox connection. I think he made a lot of friends there at NASCAR. Like what? What would the hookup look like? Anyway, it's worth a shot. What do you get well, with like the hookup? Like going in the middle of the track instead of on the outside. Oh wow. <laughs> And then the free snacks and, and drinks and hangout. I see that kind stuff. of hookup. I don't know. You know what um, I mean? Like the the boxes. I think like like anything, <laughs> the more you know about it, the more interesting it is. Because on the surface, it doesn't seem hugely interesting to a lot of people because it's just cars going around in, in a circle 500 times in a row. But knowing the science behind when to change your tires and when to get gas and all that stuff. Like if you understand what's going on, I think it's probably really interesting. Yeah, for sure. You've never been, I think. No, I haven't been my jet. My brother loves NASCAR. He, Does he, he? He's been a lot and he says, it's, yeah, he loves it. And he, he says it's fun, but, uh, I've never gone. Actually, I was supposed to kind of go, Right towards the end of Toolsy working at Fox Sports 1, I was going to go down with Jet and Toolsy, but yeah, it never happened. Hmm. So yeah, I've yet to go. But so I Toolsy would go. has I would been. Go. People get pretty fired up. Yeah. Toolsy's been to NASCAR races. A bunch, yeah. What's he doing? He has a well, new podcast. I think podcast. he covered it or worked with it at some point. Yeah, he has boomsies. He's got his own pod going, and it's banging. Is it? Banging, doing well, as it should. So what does yeah. he do? Does he interview people, or he just talks about stuff? Yeah, he's he's hanging out in his house and, you know, t being toolsy and talking, like, good stories and good tales and, and guests. And, uh, yeah, check so it out So he does have there. guests? Lots boomsies, Dan O'Toole. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, how do you feel about the Kim and Kanye and Pete Davidson drama? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> Are you all caught up in it? I don't know. I feel like uh, everybody do like, like <laughs> we got to talk about that because it's just that ridiculous. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, there's something something up with Kanye. Either he's got mental issues or he plays that he has mental issues. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand what's going on. Like they're divorcing and that. So he hates Pete Davidson and made a video. He's going to kill him and stuff. Like, I don't know, man. It just seems like uh, chirping in the celeb styles, the same old style where that's just like trying to make press out of nothing never occurred to me that he would be faking he has mental health issues i think he i think he does i think that's pretty well documented yeah i don't know because some people out there use mental health as a crutch to to be an idiot you know there are people that 
that manipulate people into thinking there's something wrong with them and that's why they do these things, you know. But uh, I'm not saying he is that, but they're out there, people that do do that, that take advantage of uh, mental health situations and say that they're depressed or upset and they're the victim and blaming everybody but themselves. That stuff, you know. It's And it's never your fault, you know. It's crazy how uh, celebrities sometimes have these moments like Britney Spears shaving her head and the umbrella. Like that is, that's very clearly not funny and someone really uh, in need of help. Yeah. And how it just becomes sure. like, I don't know, it's on TMZ and like, check it out. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, so I know. Kanye certainly presents as someone who uh might be in crisis like he's he's um just a ball of energy and when it's positive it's unstoppable and when it's negative it's really hard to watch yeah well that's the thing i think he's one of those types of people that it's uh can't not can't just kind of go through quietly has to either make a big scene or not you know (laughs) make a big statement or um I don't know. I think I feel like he's probably one one of those people that really uh, demands people's attention and and is upset when they don't have it. And that's a lot of celebrities that just like can't deal with like depression. They get depressed if no one's talking about them or if they're not in the news. You know, like Donald Trump or whatever. The fact that he's not getting talked about or what I'm sure it really bothers them to the point where they'll get in a bad mood based on not being Relevant. the center of attention. Well, the center of attention, yeah. That's such a weird hole to try to fill, though, because the decline is inevitable, right? Everyone yeah. who climbs the ladder goes down the other side, and then what? I don't know, man. That's why they surround themselves with like people in like Mar-a-Lago on Saturday night. Trump's there shaking hands with everybody, being Mister Fancy Pants, right? Popping into like a it wedding. Just, it, it just, yeah, it just constantly this uh, sad shoveling for attention is ridiculous. Because like, if you can, because if you have to, ha- if that's what you need to to get you up in the morning, then. Man, no wonder people get grouchy and are depressed if that's what they have to feel to be fulfilled is other people talking about them. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Oh, Mark Knopfler got things really fired up there today. He did. Poor Marjorie's still recovering. Hey, that guy just burled by the window. You know the guy with the uh, that cleans the, the sidewalks? The bobcat the guy? Yeah, but he like there's no need for him today, but he's doing it anyway. Well, it's either you know that, that or sit around the office. Well, I guess it's like you got to get paid to be sitting burling around, but like they're just going down a wet, wet sidewalk. What do you mean from the town, or like a yeah, neighbor? The town, no, the town guy. Just burling around on the wet sidewalk. I would right, love that job. I I, I want to tell him, hey man, I'll do that. Probably getting like thirty five bucks an hour to burl around in that thing, right? It says like burler on his <laughs> it's, business it's card. Just a burler. The one or two times where there's snow. Otherwise, you're just going for 
Cruise in the hood. What would not be fun about that job? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there's probably a little like heater it. in there. <laughs> yeah, for you could sure. have the tunes going. <laughs> totally. I feel like it, it's not like parking ticket person where people would be like, "Come on, man, let me go!" Like all, all the time, everywhere, every day. I think like you wouldn't be in people's way, and they wouldn't be in your way much. They're happy yeah. to see you. Yeah. Well, because you're clearing out the snow, yeah. But I mean, like, that's <laughs> just funny that they're just burling around for no point. But yeah, I would be doing it too. If that's my job, like you said. <laughs> that's, that's probably enough of winter. It's literally. The... Yeah, man, I'm, yeah, that's enough for sure. I'm, I'm a set. I can't wait to wear a really, tank top yeah. at the NASCAR race. Yeah, well, I'm just looking forward. And they're, uh, I just got noticed that they're digging up the street around here all summer. But oh, the street are, no. The streets are a little banged up, you know, with, like, the, the crevices and the potholes and stuff. So, yeah, they're di digging up the whole street. That'll be fun. To what? Just repave it? Yeah. So I'm, it's not from the looks like... Of it, it's probably... La last, last time it was done was probably in the mid-90s or something so is it just a repave <laughs> you know are they I mean? digging it up to put like, like gas under there or something they're no no they're digging it up to redo the whole digging it foundation up. and paving it digging it up <laughs> it's gonna be nice on the other side of that so yeah button. we'll have some good updates it is gonna be nice on the other side of it for sure so let's uh let's take a little break bud and we'll come right back take a break escape yellow we're gonna play how many Yes. How many? I like how many. It's a good game. We've played it before, so it's it's a classic and it's a sneaky hard one. It so is, we give yeah. each other a category and you have thirty seconds to name as many of that thing as you possibly can. Yes. And the categories are broad, like mid sized sedans, I think we did last time, and varieties yeah. of Apple. Yeah. And you're like, Oh man, I got this, no problem. But for some reason a ticking clock it really makes messes it with it. Much harder. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so uh, you go first. I'm going to give you a category that is fairly easy. Um, you'll have 30 seconds, and I'll count the number that you say, and you can get the okay. clock going. I got the clock right in front of me. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So okay. Um, the clock starts after I give you the category, uh, right? All right. Yeah. Okay. And you're ready with a 30-second clock? I am. I got the clock ready. Okay. Yep. Okay, so you have to keep your eye on the clock as well, and then uh, tell me when the time's up. Okay. You know what? Maybe it's better if I do the clock for you, so I can watch the <laughs> no, clock and you no, can just think I, about it. No, because if right you here. see... I'm good to go. If you see, Yeah, because if I see the clock, it might make it more nervous-y, as oh, opposed okay. to not having the clock. You okay, well, I mean? I'm going to do a secondary clock, too, so that if it gets to 30, I'm going to call... <laughs> call it so you're not okay um, well you just do it you just do it then okay okay so i'll start the clock as soon as i name the category in 30 seconds how many types of chocolate bar can you name go kit kit kat coffee crisp one uh, two crisp crispy crunch three arrow bar four uh, wonder wonder bar five uh, flaky uh, Six. <laughs> oh, let's get, uh, 
<laughs> a z- Zagnut. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Willy Wonka bar. Uh, Seven? Uh, uh, that's time. That's it. Zagnut? <laughs> yeah, like what an old that? American. It's an old American chocolate bar. <laughs> why? Like, why is Flaky and Zagnut the one well, that, was, that you go to? Because I was out of out of I was out of Canadian bars, so I went to England with the Flaky, which is like a solid Zagnut. Great cheese. Zagnut. Why owe you a point for that? Because that's eight. I've never heard of Zagnut, but I just looked it up, and it's you legit. Can, it's totally legit. Not made Have up. you ever had a Zagnut? I think so. I think when I first toured in the States, I had to have one. I think it's got, Zagnut. like, peanuts on the outside of it. <laughs> yeah. Produced and sold in the United States. Launched in 1930 by the D.L. Clark yeah. Company. They eventually sold Zagnut to Leaf, <laughs> which was ultimately acquired by Hershey. Its main ingredients are peanut butter and toasted coconut. Oh my gosh. Zagnut. <laughs> I remember Zagnut. this from last time. It was uh, varieties of apple, and I was like, oh, no problem. Uh, gala? Yes, right? You like, start, it's really like, crazy when the gala's. clock's going. <laughs> When the clock starts, you, everything becomes like maybe three or four, <laughs> and the rest of it, you're just peanut butter mouth. The rest of it, the rest you're fighting underwater, like trying to get to yeah. the top. <laughs> oh, oh, gasping for air. I don't know like why. You're, you're you're all of a sudden thinking about being able to breathe instead of the answer. How many vegetables? Uh, <laughs> <lettuce>. <laughs> Inside your head, you're like in a, in a Houdini, like under the water, in, a, in one of those white suits, with a straight jacket, under chains, underwater, <laughs> shaking, shaking and wriggling your body. As the crowd gasps, <laughs> but really it's you're like, just okay. trying to name hand tools. <laughs> you know, that, that's what's happening in your head, just like the underwater with your feet Gork. through the top of the. <laughs> you know, like the one where it's like the plexiglass rectangle, and your feet are in the holes at the top, and it's filling with water. It's full of water. Uh, uh, mini wheats. <laughs> you get pulled back under. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mini wheats. Golden grass. <laughs> if you don't believe Chocula, uh, this Fruit Loops. Part, Fruit Loops. Weedabix. Like Why you answer so a couple, hard. but then it's back to f- back to fighting uh, for your life. <laughs> uh, hammer, uh, wrench. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Okay, who's doing think... the clock? 
How about I'm going to do the clock, and because like our audio is a little sketchy and stuff is speeding up, I'm going to let you count how many you get. Okay? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to give you the category, nervous? and then once you... Once I finish the category, you can start sweating and shaking around, okay? Okay. Okay, Jonathan. Yes. Give me animals that you would find in a zoo. Okay. Three, two, one. Zebra, lion, tiger, warthog, capybara. Um, (laughs) Elephants. Giraffes, uh, uh, birds, monkeys, alpacas, (laughs) llamas, uh, garbage ones like the reptiles, like turtles and uh, lizards, snakes. Um, Yeah, you don't want to take the time. Time, you got like (laughs) fifty. That was good. You had no real uh, moments of choking on water. Okay, I I got one for you. Ready? I love how many. It's been a minute since we played. Okay, ready? Yep. How many NFL teams can you name? Go. Uh, The Cowboys, the uh, Patriots, the Buccaneers. Three. The Browns, <clears throat> the Four. Bengals, five. The Chiefs, six. The uh, Bears, the Lions, eight. The 49ers, the Rams, Hawker. the uh, Seahawks. The uh, that's time. Time. <laughs> Not bad. Giants and Jets. I should have been going for a faster. <clears throat> well, did you do it geographically? Like, I'm going to start on the West Coast. I'm going to kind of comb the West Coast and then head east? Or how did you do it? How many did I get? Like, oh, yeah. 12? Okay. It's not bad. Not great. What was your strategy? What was my what? Sorry? What was your strategy? Did you start like geographically? You started on the West Coast and kind of worked your way east. Yeah, I was or just kind of going around animal names. I was going around the map in my head. Yeah, just ripping like going. Okay, <laughs> I have. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't coming like a as it, I should have been thinking like I don't know maybe letters or. Jersey colors or something? I don't know. Well, I think your strategy paid off. That'd be a good one. <clears throat> I think your strategy paid off. Okay, you want to um, do one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay. Love how many. Jonathan, this might be tough. Okay, I like tough. Give me names of Motion films, motion pictures, starting now, go. Oh, uh, Fargo, Airbud, uh, Airbud 2, <laughs> Star Wars. I guess I can't do sequels. Okay. Um, uh, uh, when Harry Met Sally, uh, You've Got Mail, uh, Three Amigos, um, The Jerk. Um, uh, wow, um, 
Why is this so hard? <laughs> the, the one where Jennifer Lawrence is with Bradley Cooper and he's wearing a tinfoil suit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this hard, but then you just like start thinking of one thing and can't get it. That's when it's bad. That's when you got to well, move on to the next. This is what's really interesting because that category is so broad. Yeah. That you're like, man, first thing I need to do is drill down That's on a specific silo. Well, because your your brain goes to a movie and you're like, I can't name that name of that movie right now. So you got to stop thinking about that movie and go to another one, right? Like if you went to like... Silver Linings Playbook. Footloose. That was the one where... Or E.T. Yeah, I should have just kind of picked a year. <laughs> yeah, or just whatever. You just kind of... Or a theater that anything. I've seen all those movies in. Yeah, or movies that you've seen. Theaters. Okay, Jer, I got one for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to try uh, the same sort of principle. Ready? Yeah. How many bands can you name? Go. ACDC, uh, Offspring, Pearl Jam. Three. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Uh, Devo, <laughs> Pink Floyd. <laughs> Queensryche, Qu- Queen, what? Led Zeppelin, <laughs> The Beatles, uh, Muddy Waters, I guess bands, uh, uh, The Kinks, The Rolling Stones, 11, The Who. 12. Uh, time. Uh, 13. See, that's... Queensryche. Queensryche, yeah. That, well, that's up there with your second... Your second movie was Air Bud. Like, <laughs> like not the Godfather. <laughs> not... You know, like, come on. Like. <laughs> Why? I don't, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Why where is, the where is Air that? Bud the second movie you can think of? <laughs> You know what my third movie was? Airbud Two. Two. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, let's just go through the favorites. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Not at all. That it's as hard as it is. It makes no sense at all. Uh, <laughs> okay. And on bands, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, there's two seconds of nothing. Like, what? Really? How's that possible? Right. Queensryche. Uh, queen. Yeah, I'm like, I'm uh, like Queensryche. I, I was just like, actually, yeah, it's, you think you'd think you'd be just firing off for tw- 20 minutes straight, but yeah. Uzeb, okay. imagine. Uzeb. Uh, <laughs> Queensryche. The box. I'm just going with bands from... Well, see, that would have been great. Men Without Hats, bands in Quebec, Mitsu. Uh, okay, I have one more category for you. Yeah. Ready? Uh, isn't it your turn, or is it my turn? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. No, it's my turn. Yeah, it's right. your turn. But then you can... I'll do one more. I'll do another one. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you have to... Oh, no. Name different kinds of donuts. Go. Um, maple, uh, chocolate glazed, chocolate dipped, vanilla dip, uh, apple fritter, um, uh, honey cruller, uh, strawberry, um, old fashioned plain, uh, sugar donuts. Um, uh, uh, what other kind? Like like a pecan crunch kind of thing. 
Um, there is at uh, Vanderbilt in Halifax. Oh, that was boy. pretty good. Fifteen. That was good. You pretty much got them all. Whatever it's happened Fortune to the Fortune Donuts in Halifax? Their score dipped. Remember the and they are outrageous. Remember back in the day at uh, Tim Hortons when it was good, when they used to bake it in the store. Yes. They had uh, the the cherry crullers. Remember the crullers? Yeah, I'm into crullers. I'm not into cherry anything. Well, the cherry, cherry and the wal- the walnut and the cherry crullers were just dynamite back in the day. Tasted like darts back in the day. Yeah, but that the when the when the Tim Hortons box was uh, um, the same sort of aesthetic as the store. Yeah. Remember? The, well, the yeah, the darts like kind of added flavoring to the the donuts yeah can't get that same zing it was a different time about that nicotine okay um okay last one yeah i love how many it's so simple and we play it all the time for with sure because dr- you get like countries yeah um yeah so here's the last category for you ready yeah jeremy how many Things you grow in a garden. Can you uh, name? Go. Carrots, uh, turnips, One. Uh, tomatoes, uh, eggplants, uh, watermelons, uh, beans, uh, uh, grapes, uh, um, <laughs> sunflowers, uh, 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 zucchinis, uh, lettuce. <laughs> Uh, I'm dying, I'm dying, that's it. Sneaky hard game, how many? It is. Man, some uh, um, epic laughs. How many did I get? Like 12 again? 10. 10, jeez. And that's if you count grapes. And I don't know... Grape, well, yeah, because I I have grapes in the backyard. That's why I said it. Right. But yeah. Oh, you haven't had a chance to do anything with them yet. I think we're gonna take them down because I don't really. It was just a mess. That's all they became. Really? Yeah, because the raccoons like to eat the, like crush the middle and drop the peel. So there's all these like peels oh. everywhere on the back deck. So it just oh really? Yeah, it just becomes this big hangout for raccoons and animals to just eat, and then they leave this huge mess. So yeah, there's too many of them to use. I don't use them. I don't know if anybody. Anyway, that's I'm sure it's an old vine, but uh, maybe we'll just cut it back so it's not so ridiculous and they're not falling all over the place. Interesting. I wonder what the previous owners did. I know that. <laughs> like, did they make wine? No, I think they probably ate them because they're uh, blue grapes. Like they're nice, really nice. So they probably made jam or something. Like, can you hand bomb yeah, a couple? Yeah, yeah, they're nice. They're not tart? No, they're not tart at all. They're sweet. But, like, uh, yeah, no, I don't, uh, it wasn't crazy about it. Curious. But uh, there's so many other things that are going on. And I'm not a big grapes guy. There's probably some buds. That's fair. Probably some buds out there that are like, yo, what are you doing? Got heaven back there with those grapes, but... <clears throat> Like, I don't even know what time of year you harvest the grapes. Well, I'll tell you when. They, they're they ripping at the end of the summer. By the end of the summer, they're just everywhere back there. Well, I'm trying to remember when you guys moved in. 
August. <clears throat> okay, so you had a grape season already. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. I thought they were banging frozen grapes in the winter. No, not doing that. They're all gone. So the raccoons are messing with you a little bit. Uh, well, they're just there. There are raccoons everywhere in the neighborhood. So sometimes I'll, in the summer, yeah, you see them back there. So it's like they usually leave if you open the door or something. But hmm. they don't really seem to bother other than that, than the grapes. You don't want to corner any of them mass. No, I'll just throw some grapes at them and they'll run away. Know what I'm saying? Well, you pelt them with grapes? Sure, I pelt them with some grapes. They'll run away. They're getting up. Like, if they're, like, standing on the fence just waiting for you to leave, I'll fire a couple grapes at Yeah, them. I guess you don't <laughs> want to create an environment where they feel no, welcome and comfortable. No, no way. Get out of here. They are nature's oversteppers. Go find something else to eat. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. The math. Not a hangout, big couch up there for them. No thanks. How does the, um, how does the house feel, by the way? Great. Really good. Feels like home. Yeah, yeah. We're kids vibing. are digging it. Kids are digging it. There's uh, there's well, just there's there's space and that uh, you know I think ultimately, I uh, I think I want to get the basement going because there's yeah. there's no like there's no big living room where everyone can like go and watch a movie or something. Flop. Yeah, and be in the same room. You have to kind of squish a little bit to have that because the rooms are kind of there's no big room for a living room there's like a big ish rooms for like a, a, a like a a library or like a dining room style but not like a where you can put a bunch of couches so maybe uh that that'll be the the move is making a living room in the basement because <clears throat> there's t tons of room to have a big spot to just kind of hang so whatever. Well, that's that's where we always did our kind of major televiewing events was the, the basement yeah. and for live stuff we still do. But we got a, um, I forget if it's called a Chromecast or something. You plug it into the TV and you can, we don't have smart TVs. So to watch a thing from the computer on the TV, you need to Chromecast oh, gotcha. it. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that we have that set up upstairs. So we have no reason to go to the basement anymore. But I love a good basement hang. Yeah, no, it is a good, that's the key thing. Like is a just... rec room. Yeah, because like with without the, the 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 space of just like oh everyone lo sits there, there's always a couple crappy spots. So eventually people are like, well, I don't know if I want to sit there for two hours with my neck cramped. Yeah. And it's you, you know, know we looked at not a big deal, but it's it, just one of those things you th you know throw down the throw down the uh, throw up the flagpole for summer times. We have a um, hard left down our basement stairs into the basement just because of the way the house was built. Yeah. So it kind of minimizes the, um, you know, size of couches we can get down there. It has to be True. like a five-foot banger that bends around. Yeah. But we actually looked at, there are giant bean bags, like bean bag couches. I got the same problem so we actually, with the hard left and tight. Yeah. Maybe you need a couple of bean bag couches. Yeah, maybe. Well, we... we uh, They're like... Um, they're like seven hundred. They're not cheap, but it's like, uh, yeah, you just collapse on them. Are they like soft like good things, or are they like those things that you win at a fair, like full of those styrofoam balls? 
<laughs> right, that don't have any gift to them? Yeah, like what's in it? Um, well, you can look up like, a giant wanna, beanbag couch. I don't want to jump on it and feel that big, like, you know, like that hard, like you're on, like some... The squeak? And you move around, and it's like... Squeaking around the little tiny balls. There's one called the Love Sack, big one. It's a thousand dollars. Like they're huge, but couches are really expensive too. And if it's yeah. something that you're going to use a lot, I suppose you get what you pay for. And what's in there? That's um, what? Oh, let me look. What they got in there. But there's like it's like a four banger. Like a family of four can crash on one. So if you got two of them, everyone could crash on there. It's a good move. See, we, we have the couches. For us tight, we just tight don't lefties. Have the, the, the space in the room to put all the couches. That's the thing. Like, we have three couches. Can you get... Two couches sitting in the basement. <clears throat> Can you get them in through the basement window? No. No. No, you'd have to literally, like, make... Uh, like, the where the the stairs are you could cut the wall at the top of the stairs and make a full wide set of stairs into the basement right like how to, uh, tim oxford his place when he lived in the same area he had the the bigger stairs down to the basement which would be the best because then you can put anything down there but right now it's the hard left banger down to the basement but that oh, he had to do that well the <clears throat> I guess his house had the stairs straight up to the bedroom instead of the staircase that goes up from the left. Oh, yeah, okay. So he could go straight up and then straight down underneath that set of stairs. But that, that gives our, that gives you a more space in the basement to get stuff up and down. Our basement was kind of an afterthought because I guess most people that build log homes don't have yeah, a basement. Yeah, Didn't realize that. You wouldn't. Um so that's why our basement stairs are, they're obviously to code, but they, uh, there's a hard left and it makes it hard to get anything down there. So this would be, yeah, this would be like a 10 grand at least if you wanted to put a wide set of stairs down there, 10 to 15 probably. Or for two, I can get you into two beanbag couches. That's it, right? Fire them down the stairs. Get a couple love yeah, sacks. Fire it down the L-banger. Yeah. <clears throat> Cost of wood issues. The crazy world we're living in right now. Cost of wood, cost of gas. Cost um, of gas. Cost of... It's over two bucks by the way, now. Cost of groceries. I know. Everything's six ninety nine. Every single thing in the grocery store is six ninety nine. I don't even really tend to notice that stuff as much as I should. Um, but for me to notice the cost of groceries have gone through the roof, you know it's... Um, it's real. No. And apparently uh, it's only going to get worse as the um, situation in Ukraine wears on, which is just well, like... Unbelievable. I don't even know what yeah. to think. It's, uh, I'm sure there's probably some buds out there that have family or, you know, in, or history in the Ukraine or in Ukraine. And uh, it's appalling to see what's happening. And uh, I just hope the world can get together even quicker and stop this 
madness is what's going on. The fact that Putin's al allowed to do this, I, I just don't even know what to say. It's just it's scary because, yeah, we're at, at the point now where there's a fear uh, to get everybody being in the same position. And uh, it, it, I, I just, you know, when have we ever, ever been in a position like this to have this many things that are just off the rails to the point where... Um, you're seeing people that are here from Canada going there to fight. And I, I just, uh, I don't, you know, the consequences are, are unbelievable on every, every point when you're dealing with a madman. I didn't think this would happen. I thought everybody looked to the past and add history and learned from that as opposed to, uh, ignoring it. And, and here we go. It's happening again. <clears throat> thing about a guy like that is if if we as in the rest of the world are to uh put our collective foot down it's an ultimatum and guys like that thrive on ultimatums like or else what go ahead i dare you i know right he's yeah. not going to suddenly have an epiphany where he's like you know what you guys are right i've kind of been a little harsh that's on me he's not wired that way that's the scary thing. Yeah, it's uh, it, that's the the most scary thing is if he's you know looking for an opportunity to to start talking about nuclear weapons and that's just the what everyone's afraid of. I don't know because at, um, at this point it were like this is how World War Two started and it's already at that point of invading Poland where we're here, and right now everyone's like, well, we you know what's what's the move before m missiles start flying around because you know Oof. china you know they're kind of sitting back and allowing things the same in the same way where uh like when are they going to be like hey man this is getting out of control or is this what they want too? the chaos i don't know it's scary it is and as as there always are in moments of um, scariness and sadness and uncertainty, some of the images uh, coming out of Ukraine, um, like the, the light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. I saw uh, an image that someone shared at a train station in Poland where mothers are leaving empty strollers so that uh, women fleeing Ukraine with babies can get off the train and have a stroller. Like, so beautiful. Yeah. And um, I'm sure you saw the little girl singing Let It Go in a shelter. Mm -hmm. Like, the human spirit um, soaring in the face of this awful ugliness. Like, it's, it's inconceivable. And we have kids, of course, and you imagine leaving everything and not being able to say to them, don't worry, because you're not sure yourself. Yeah. Like it's just well. The, the, so the hope is hard. that uh, the Russian people themselves start to understand that they've been brainwashed for the last twenty years into thinking that uh, there's a reason to invade Ukraine. You know the 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 footage of POWs now, Russian soldiers soldiers that have learned that there are not there is no Nazi regime and there aren't fascists in the streets. Like like they were saying on on TV in in Russia, 
Like they, they actually, these Russian soldiers actually thought they were fighting tyranny and uh, taking out this regime that's like ruining yeah. the country. And that's not true at all. And it's like typical propaganda that is uh, Putin's number one tool is propaganda. And that's, he invented that whole Fox News, get the country divided, get everybody fighting for nobody even really knows what anymore, but there's a clear division in the people. That's Putin yeah. stuff. That's how that's how he came to power. And he proved that probably to Rupert Murdoch, probably saw that. You know, what was going on in communist countries, the way that they controlled the population by dumbing it down by the and way, getting ignorant people to kind of think uh, bad things are actually happening that aren't. I saw an awesome move. Um, Haley Wickenizer shared it. People are booking Airbnbs in Ukraine with no intention of ever using them. Yeah, I've seen just that. Just to give Buds. people their money. Yeah. Like, so clever. Yeah, and it's banging. It's doing really well, too. So it makes sense. Yeah. Whatever help that we can do. Um, but like I said, hopefully at some point, Russia itself, Putin realizes the country's turned against him. Not with him. And this can't happen anymore either for him it's either death or prison you know that's that's kind of the hope is to to just see him go into his own demise before he can cause any more destruction but at this point it, you imagine if trump was so still much. president no because the reason that this is happening is part of part and parcel with trump stirring it up in ukraine and when he got impeached by trying to bribe zelensky uh with uh, holding withholding funds, remember, like n not giving them money and saying that he wanted information on Biden, right? And that that was the whole impeachment thing. Yeah. So he was already on Putin's side with this situation, and he's publicly defended Putin and said what he thought he thought it was savvy what he was doing. Like, come on, can't imagine. That's what well, was there's... just disgusting. Thank God he's not in power because it would be even more uh disgusting to see because the, the the you know america has been just doing you know the right things in terms of sanctions and just keeping an eye on things as opposed to to ridiculous things going and maybe uh you know public demands or ridiculous things that that putin himself are saying you know there's a widely held belief that Putin has something on Trump, um, whether it's a huge amount of money that he owes him or information that could be really damaging. Probably um, both. And because it's probably both. He he's already talked about how um, well his kids have spouted out how their most of their money comes from Russia, and it makes sense because in the '80s when everybody was saying "screw you" to Trump because he couldn't get a loan anymore and had gone bankrupt so many times and single-handedly destroyed Atlantic City. He uh, he wasn't getting loans anywhere in America, American banks anymore. So he did go to Russia, and he has a lot of money there. And that's probably why these oligarchs are... Oligarch! They own him. So it makes sense that whatever he wants, whatever he they want, he that, you know he does. And it's embarrassing just to, to, to see that. 
scary. He's not some famous businessman that did it all in America for American purposes. He's just a weasel that ran out of money and went trying to get it from places that are uh, dark and dirty and do dirty dealings, period. Who might win the election again this year? Bye! Yeah, hopefully he's in jail. That's scary. Let's hope, like, something happens before that, because things are just too crummy all around. Jeez. Trying to keep it together. On that happy note, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Go for a Um, walk. It's good to have a few solid laughs. Get some fresh air. We had some fun with uh, Mark Knopfler. That was a good time. That definitely... uh, Took away and the how many? sting. Yeah, how many? Let's play how many this week and share with us what the categories were and what your scores were. Yeah, give us your how many. 14 is the number to beat. <laughs> exactly. All right, bots. Have a good one. Good job, bot. <laughs>